Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents the Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by TJS Ceramic Studio, Posh Boutique in the Bridges at 57, The Sky and Tea, Excel Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and the Sioux Falls Arts Council. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations. A true lover of arts, entertainment, good food, and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly. We are ever so close. This is episode number 199. Next week, we celebrate another milestone. Promises to be another dandy. But on this week's episode, we have a humdinger as well. In a few minutes, we'll hear from a creative that's new to the Sioux Empire. Helen Andrade has been teaching dance for a few decades, enjoys singing as well, and was in the media in Northern California. She's now looking to find an arts and entertainment community to be involved. Hmm, I bet it might happen here. Then later in the show, we get all the details about this weekend's Supercon in Sioux Falls from convention director Shane Gerlock. But first, let's pop the cork on this bubbly little show. Time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to being Thursday, a.k.a. Weekend Eve. Hey, the weekend isn't around the corner, it's here! So long, hump day in your frumpy way. We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights. The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty. We can't wait for Friday. So a day early, we start the party. What you are drinking, what you're drinking out of, may be dependent upon when, how, where you are listening. Regardless, lift them high, and it's a simple one today. It's just going to be lift them up to memories and to hope. May fond memories stay with you a lifetime, and may you hope for a lifetime of remembering. The Weekend Eve Toast has been brought to you by the Sky and Tea. Sky provides all capitalist fun, and that is best had with friends. So have fun playing darts, shooting pool, have fun listening to great live music from local musicians, or have fun pretending that you are one of those great live local musicians by singing a karaoke. You need some extra room to hold a company party or maybe a benefit of some sort. The Sky's back room fits the bill. No matter what's going on at the Sky, it's local and it's lively. Honorable Mention. All right, so what made Dave smile? Oh, there was no second this time around. No ties. The honorable mention this week goes out to Junie Bow, daughter of Allison and John Bow. John is artistic director at Old Town Dinner Theater. And, well, Santa has come to know uh, his kids over the past few years. Now, my love and I, or, or should I say Mrs. Claus and Santa, uh, attended a Fox on the Fairway last weekend. John had let Santa know that Junie would be working at the ticket counter in that night and that the tickets would be under Santa's name. Well, Junie looked adorable and acted oh so professional, not just telling us what table we would be at, but 
also letting us know how the raffle worked and so forth. She even asked Santa for ID to make sure. <laughs> when we sat down, John messaged me and said uh, he had told Junie it was pretty cool that Santa was at the show. And she said, I know, I can't believe it, but I'm trying to be professional. <laughs> and now we also had to take a selfie to send to her brother Jackson. And he told her to remind me, I mean Santa, that he's been good this year. Uh, there were some other touching moments throughout the night about Santa and Junie as well. Uh, but uh, just the whole thing was awesome. Oh, yeah. And oh, by the way, so is the play. If you get a chance, go see it yet. All right. Later on, we are going to hear from Supercon Convention Director Shane Gerlock. Up next, dance instructor and media creative Helen Andrade on the Dave Holly Hour. Check out the new ceramic studio in Sioux Falls. Conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street, TJS Ceramics. Inside Oscar's mini storage, we have thousands of classic vintage ceramic mold items and several new items too. TJS Ceramics offers classes, special open studio nights, and completed ready-to-purchase items. Bisque, studio time, or painting parties are available. Visit TJS Ceramics Studio in person today or email tjsceramics at gmail.com for more details. Comedy magician and hypnotist Jesse Moffitt's right. He can't play the piano, but he can sure entertain crowds with his amazing magic and clever quips. His shows always make the participants the stars, especially when they've fallen asleep on stage. Uh, I mean, they've been hypnotized. Are you the party planner in your group? Then you owe it to your group to make the event magical, even if it puts you to sleep. Here's how. For booking information, go to Jesse Moffat Entertainment on Facebook. That's J-E-S-S-E-M-O-F-F-I-T-T. -S -S -E or call 605-929-0964. Are you an artist? Need some funding to further your art? There's a great opportunity for you through a Sioux Falls Arts Council program. The Artist Microgrant program gives away several microgrants to local artists, no matter what art discipline you're in. Unlike more traditional grants, a microgrant is very easy to apply for. Go to artssuefalls.org. If you haven't done so yet, create a listing on the artist directory, which is beneficial in its own way. Then go to the Artist Microgrants page and apply online. The process is simple. Find out more about the Sioux Falls Arts Council as well online at artssuefalls.org. It's the podcast that creatives in the Sioux Empire listen to so they can learn more about other creatives. It's the Dave Holly Hour. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, I'm going to start off with it because you love the way that I do this. Each conversation starting with, it's always a pleasure. To talk about Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment, it's always a pleasure to have a new guest on as well. And today we welcome somebody from California that's made her way to Sioux Falls uh, because she wants to be near her grandkids, and that's a great thing. Helen Andrade, how are you? I'm doing great, Dave. Even better since I met you. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and uh, some of the things that I say a lot, uh, you know, because uh, there's one of my stickers, better anytime I see you. That's exactly. a common thing that I say, and I always yeah. start this, you know, with, it's always a pleasure. Uh, those stickers will be available at my booth out at Supercon this week. So stop by. <laughs> I love it. You can get some Chotsky, but see, you get the free stuff because you're yeah, a guest. You're very sweet. Oh, I yeah, try. Yeah. Well, that's why we have the lollipops in yeah. there, too. You know, yeah, I'll give those to my grandkids. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I don't do sugar either. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, so you come to us uh, via Northern California, correct? The the Bay Area for the most yeah, part? Yeah, I'm from Bay Area. Um, I originally uh, was actually, I was born in Santa Cruz. Okay. Right on the ocean, and I'm an ocean lover for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a secondary mermaid. <laughs> um, and then I moved to Northern California to Santa Rosa area, grew up right. there. And um, that's where I first got into doing some dancing and some singing. And then uh, moved to Marin County, just north of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And that's where I first started my dance studio. So I teach ballroom, Latin, swing, country, all the partner dances. And I've been doing it for 40 years. And I, I noticed on the business card it also says weddings because that is I a do. huge thing, isn't it? Wedding choreography is a huge deal. Very few people want to just go out on the floor and right. wing it anymore. They want, um, a, you know, they want a choreograph routine. Yeah. And so I don't make it complicated. Keep it super simple. Uh-huh. And I customize it to the music that they bring me. Okay. And sometimes it's danceable. Sometimes it's not. <laughs> <laughs> then it goes a little more free form. Huh? It does go. But I do my best to keep it in the, the partner dance right. format. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you're you're kind of uh, be, besides uh, your own dance company, uh, you also uh, now did somebody actually call you the queen of the media? Or, no, or, okay. it's you just a, decided hey, it's a sarcastic cool. term that's used <laughs> to describe um, an agency advertising person. Uh huh. And uh, especially a buyer. So it was always kind of derogatory, but I just turned it around and made it fun. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. So <laughs> since I've had a, a you know, a, an extensive background in media as well, uh, I just decided to call it Media Queen Productions. Uh, I like it. Yeah. yeah. So well, let, let's talk more about the dance first, then we'll come sure. back and talk about uh, your media influence as well as, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the background that you have in it and so forth. Uh, so what got you into dance to begin with? Um. Believe it or not, I, uh, I've i participated in numerous concerts. I attended numerous concerts when I was really young. Mm-hmm. I was actually, um, my first rock concert was when I was 13 years old. Who was it? And it was The Doors. Oh, wow. Who I adored. <laughs> and um, I started just kind of freeform dancing. Yeah. And I've been to Altamont. I was at Altamont when I was 14, if you could believe it. <laughs> Um, I've been all over the Bay Area and to every concert known to man, from the Rolling Stones to great, you know, jazz musicians right. to you name it. Um, so that's kind of what inspired me originally. And then I started taking ballet in college and got a foundation there and uh, some ethnic dance. Mm-hmm. And then I got into belly dancing. And that was much to my father's chagrin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was in my early, well, I was actually 19. And I uh, joined a dance studio uh, in uh, the East Bay in California, and I um, trained as a belly dancer and performed. Mm-hmm. So I have all sorts of photos to show you at some point later. <laughs> um, Mostly in clubs or? Um, or? I danced in studios and in a lot of um, Middle Eastern clubs. Okay. Um, there was a place called the Casbah in San Francisco. Oh, my. Danced there. Um, it was a lot of fun. I loved it. My father hated it, but I loved it. Yeah. And um, so that kind of was, that was my first dance, formal dance style. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I got into ballroom dancing when I was 23. And um, I studied at Arthur Murray and a lot of other major studios in San Francisco, which most people probably wouldn't know the names of. But 
in any event, I fell in love with ballroom Latin and swing. And uh, I was inspired by my mother because my mother was a dance instructor. Oh, okay. That's how and, she met my dad. <laughs> and, and would she uh, or you have gotten a 10 from Len? I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Well, you know, they do have a local Dancing with the Stars. I didn't know that. Yes. I would love we'll, to find we'll out. To, yeah, well, we'll get you all connected. Don't okay, worry. Okay, super. Good yeah. stuff. All yeah. right. So, Stepping Out Dance, people can contact you. Uh, and uh, it's, it's still obviously a California uh, cell phone number? Same phone number as California. Yeah, okay. Uh, new address, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sioux Falls. Yeah, just, a, just a short move. Yeah. Uh, and your phone number is 707-292-8795. We'll repeat that again at the end of our conversation. But uh, it looks like you just have had a, a fun life uh, in, in the arts and in the entertainment world and the media world. Um, so you, besides dance, you also... Uh, sing, perform in in a variety of ways, too. Tell us about that. Um, Yeah, I fell in love with singing in, I think it was elementary school. And um, I started to sing in choruses and choirs from that point on, all through school. And then later on, I went um, to College of Marin in Marin County and joined a jazz choir and absolutely fell in love with jazz. That's my my all-time favorite. So, and I've also sung with gospel choirs uh-huh. uh, in the in the North Bay. Um, I've had a lot of experience. I love it, and I I look forward to getting back into it here. Yeah. So yeah. you're looking to to get into some singing, some yes. performing. You're also uh, looking to uh, obviously have people uh, come by and and learn dance with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Uh, what made you decide to be the dance teacher, though? Um, I've always loved teaching. And I was originally going to go into teaching. Um, that was going to be my major. And then my dad, who was a teacher, said, don't do it. He said, you'll never make any money. Well, guess what? I ended up falling into teaching anyway. <laughs> right. It, but it was teaching dance. Yeah. And um, I just, I think that some people are just born with that ability mm-hmm. to teach um, it's definitely a passion of mine. I love working with other people and bringing them joy through dance. Um, it is incredibly enriching and, um, it's a passion of mine. I love to teach and dance. It's a great combo for me. And you do have a studio space at this time that you rent, I do. Correct? Yeah. I'm renting from Midwest Dance Center on okay. Marion Drive, uh, just a short distance from where I live. Great studio, lovely owner. His name is Jeffrey. He's the best. And uh, I'm renting space there and teaching all ages, mostly adults mm-hmm. at this point. But I've also taught kids, and I definitely do a lot of work with seniors as well. Yeah, that's very interesting. You were telling me about this, that uh, you really uh, like to get into senior centers and uh, assisted livings and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that sounds like it, it's not just a great way to provide dance but it sounds like it's very rewarding and heart-filled too yeah it's a definite passion of mine um i was very 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 close with my grandmother she was i was closer with her than both my parents and i i think she was the inspiration there um and she had alzheimer's and so um i found that going into senior communities at all levels of care whether it's independent or assisted living or memory care uh, it brings the life back into people. The light in their eyes turns on, mm-hmm. um, and they get so excited to hear the music of their era, whether it's the foxtrot or swing and big band or the waltz. 
Um, so I teach a modified ballroom program for all levels of care. So they don't have to get up. They can right. stay seated and I still dance with them. Uh, so there's a musical portion of it where they play instruments along with the music. I do some dance history and music history. I perform for them, engage with them dancing, and um, do a little trivia quiz at the end where they all win prizes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. Another with lots of prompts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is, uh, you, you mentioned jazz in terms of yes. uh, you like to sing jazz, yes. perform jazz. Um, but uh, what about jazz dance? Uh, how far up in, in the ranking is that for you? I appreciate jazz dance and love mm -hmm. it. And I have taken classes in jazz dance, but it's not my greatest strength. But I, I greatly appreciate it. I love jazz music and jazz dance, yes. both. That's pretty much what I listen to. Well, you know, we, got a, we have a little bit of jazz around here. Uh, I time. bet you do. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, that also happens to be one of my favorite is uh, okay. jazz. Uh, it's... Uh, in fact, it's the only thing I still have left from high school. Yeah. You know, the Letterman's jacket, uh, any, you know, ribbons, stuff like that, long gone. Right. Uh, but I still have my 1981 Central Line High School <laughs> Louis Armstrong Jazz Award. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that will never leave. <laughs> yeah. And as we were saying earlier, the show tunes are my all-time favorites. Yeah. yeah so when I sing, I usually do show tunes. Okay. Yeah. You karaoke at all? Uh, I haven't in a long time. Well, I think I might we have to, to try it again. Yes, we might have to do that. Yeah. But, uh, uh, so it's great that you've moved to town. Obviously, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a, a big reason. Uh, yep. You know, you got your grandkids here. Yeah, I love my grandchildren. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 But uh, how have you found Sioux Falls so far? So far, I, I like it a lot. Um, it wasn't as big of an adjustment as I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. The challenge is simply building up my connections right. here and getting a sense of community again because I was in California I've been in California all my life and I danced for 40 years and taught for 40 years so I had a huge following um so that's the challenge is just getting connected which you've helped me with greatly today because you've given me um, a number of great contacts yeah. I really appreciate it I know a person or two yeah. in the arts and yeah I think you do <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great to have you, but to, you know, not that's the dance and the performance and so forth isn't all as you are media queen. Yes. Uh, and uh, so you've done radio. Mm -hmm. I have. All right. You've done a little television. Yep. Okay. Uh, you do some voiceover work. Yes. All and right. digital. And digital. Yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, that's the other thing is, you know, there's a great amount of digital media now. I know. And uh, so what, is there anything specific you're looking for here? As that other part of your life? Um, I'm looking at the possibility of doing some remote work mm -hmm. with a radio station or maybe an agency. Um, I do copywriting. I do voiceover. But I also have been in advertising sales most of my life. So I've had a dual career. Right. Um, and I've worked for all the major market stations in San Francisco. And um, I would like to do that again, maybe on a part-time remote basis. Yeah. So I have time for all the other good stuff. <laughs> Very true. Right. Uh, but uh, what made you get down that path then? How did that start? That's an interesting story. Um, I was we have time. It's a podcast. <laughs> We're not limited. <laughs> I was working for a health club, one of the top health clubs in San Francisco in my 20s. And um, that happened to be the health club that was the one it was right between Sansom and Battery Streets in San Francisco where all the advertising agencies went. So I met just a host of media people while working at that club. 
And um, they told me that they loved their jobs. They made a great amount of money. And um, that, you know, it was just the, the best thing in the world. And I just thought about it. And I interviewed a whole bunch of people in advertising agencies and local radio and did informational interviews and ended up uh, landing at uh, KNUK San in San Francisco, which is a country station or was one. Yes. And doing what at that point then? I was in advertising sales. Okay. Yeah. But you did end up being on the air at some of these places too, didn't um, you? I um, also have done commercials and right. on-air work. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But uh-huh. not as a host per se. Okay. Yeah. Mostly uh, voiceover. What, what has been your favorite part of all of your media stuff? Is there one thing that sticks out that, boy, if I had to narrow my life down to doing one thing, I would do this? I would love to just produce voiceovers, produce commercials mm-hmm. at this point in my life. Um, I, I did radio for 30 years and I got a little burnt out on doing it full time. So as I said, you know, if I could do something with flexibility uh, in the sales arena or in the voiceover arena, I would be very, very happy. Right. And yeah. and with that, uh, you know, the production of it, not just doing the oh, voice, yeah. but the production and so forth. Um, you, you have the copywriting skills behind it I as do. well to back it up. So, you know, you've got to be, well, I'd say you're a media queen for people yes. that way then. And that is the name <laughs> of the business. <laughs> yeah, I still have several clients in California that I work with. and I book Oh, that's their, great. Yeah, yeah. I, I book their advertising for them. I write mm-hmm. their copy and, and do the voiceover work Well, as and well. you know, that that's the great thing about that particular business is yeah. you can do it remotely yes. very easily. Very easily. Yeah. Not a not a problem at all. Yeah, and and I know a guy that occasionally has you know some uh, voiceover work for other people too. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think it might be you. Uh, could be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just curious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, what are the other types of things that you would like to get into besides those two facets? Then, and anything else? Uh, you know, you want to get out and perform more, or I would love to perform more. Um, the tricky part around ballroom is that you need to find a good dance partner so if there's somebody out there that loves ballroom latin swing and all the partner dances Mm -hmm. and would be interested in performing i would love to hook up with that person and uh, hopefully they have a lot of experience Mm -hmm. and um do some more performing i would love to do that yeah yeah Uh, I, i have the feeling that there's a lot ahead of you uh, having made your way here now, yeah. and uh, we're going to welcome you with open arms. Oh, thank uh, you. I think one of the things you will find, uh, and the, the word comes up so often on this show, uh, is that arts and entertainment in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, is collaborative, mm-hmm. not competitive. That's really good to hear. Yeah, we all want our, our share of the pie. Yep. Uh, and obviously, we need to have our shares of the pie mm-hmm. and so forth, but... You will find that, uh, you know, a person in this group will also perform in this group yep. in three or four different things mm-hmm. uh, throughout a year. And so there's not this headbutting and so forth that's right. always going on. Right. So uh, that's why I think that you're, you're going to slip right in and, yeah. and, and enjoy life in the media and the arts and entertainment here in Sioux Falls. Thank you. Yeah, I found it to be very, um, people are very kind and very uh, supportive of what I'm doing rather than being competitive because I've met right. other ballroom dancers here mm-hmm. and, and had really nice conversations with them and they're like, 
you know, God bless you, do your thing. Uh, we're happy you're here. Very different attitude than San Francisco, where it's highly, highly yes. competitive. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that is yeah. the best thing is, that, yeah. you know, because this is a growing community. Um, you know, I grew up uh, just a half hour away from here. And when I was 16 and could first drive here, uh, the population sign read 68,000. You know, now it's 208,000. So I hear yeah. <laughs> all those people moving from California. Yeah, well, yeah true. And Colorado. Yeah. yeah, a lot of different yeah. places that people yeah. have come in for. Uh, but I, I think that's a, the, the great thing is that we welcome people and yeah. uh, we want, you know, there, there's um, one thing that I've always enjoyed about this town is that uh, there's not so much wanting somebody to fail. We want people to succeed. Yeah. And uh, that's that's very great, especially if somebody's coming in from the outside. Absolutely. Yeah. And I've, like I said, I've found people to be very, very yeah. welcoming. All right. And yeah. uh, so... Especially you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. And your wife, yeah. Carrie. <laughs> she is a dandy. No yeah, doubt about that. My love yeah. keeps bringing me stuff. I, you yeah. Know, she actually does have the title of executive director. Oh, now. okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, she's... She's a great she's lady. That she is. <laughs> yeah. All righty. And uh, so I, I have two questions I'd like to finish mm -hmm. up with each time. The first question, depending upon the answer, might mean we don't need to ask the second one. But when you are not part of the arts and entertainment scene, what do you like to be entertained by? Well, I love musicals. All the old musicals mm -hmm. I love. Um, I love great theater. And we had so much of it in San Francisco. I mean, ACT theaters right there, SF ballets there. I mean, I just I grew up around those things, and and that just further inspired me to get involved in the arts. You know, and as I said, I hit every rock concert known to man. So <laughs> from a very then early there's age, there's another person I need to introduce you to. <laughs> All right. So aside from that, then any other hobbies? Other hobbies, definitely. Um, I love to swim, and that's a tricky thing here. <laughs> I did find a place with a pool, but I do miss the ocean. Right. And I could, I'm looking for some nice swimming lakes. And then um, I also horseback ride and, and adore that. I think mm -hmm. that might be even easier to find than somewhere to go swimming around here. I don't Very know. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a lot of different hobbies. I love to write. I'm working on my autobiography right now. Went through a, a course last year, and I've already started on that. Awesome. Yeah. So I've got a lot a lot of things going. Do we have a title to this autobiography? Not yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm tossing around different ideas. Mine is going to be, my name's not... <laughs> my name's not... My name's not Emmett. <laughs> Comes from a wonderful little happening when I was four years old. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, back then... Uh, Seats in a vehicle were straight across in yes, the front they were. seat. Yeah, uh, and uh, people didn't really wear seatbelts at that time. No, they didn't. Nope. And uh, so my uh, sister, who's twelve years my senior, is uh, sitting in the passenger side. So she's sixteen. My dad is driving, and I'm standing up. Four-year-old standing up in the middle, mm. and he takes a, a sharp turn, and I fall down into him, and he goes, "Damn it! Sit down." And I start to cry and say, my name's not Emmett, it's David. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, so that will be the title of my autobiography. I prefer Emmett to Dammit. 
All right. Well, yeah. Helen Andrade, it's been a fantastic time getting to know you more today, yes. and I appreciate you taking time to be on our show. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to interview me. No it's problem. great meeting I'm, you. I'm sure there will be more than one guest appearance. I think so. All right. I appreciate <laughs> it. And we'll be back with more of the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does while supplying high-quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th. Dr. Perry Langston and Dr. Corey Tooney know excellence is in you. That's why they provide you with excellent care at Exo Chiropractic, improving your overall health in spirit, body, mind, and will. Get results the natural way. Arrange a consultation, 605-332-9235 or exochiros.com. Excellent care for excellent people. Excel Chiropractic, located at 4309 South Racket Drive in Sioux Falls. The Dave Holly Hour, like eavesdropping on a great conversation between two very interesting people. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, my goodness, am I excited because, yes, I'm going to say it right off the bat like I always do. It's always a pleasure to talk Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. And this happens to be SuperCon weekend. Convention director Shane Gerlock is here to give us all the details, and we'll just have a bunch of fun anyway. <laughs> Shane, how are you? I am uh, old and stressed, but that's every day, David. So <laughs> I, I hear you on that here. Well, first of all, we, we've got a little libation in front of us. Cheers, Cheers to another to successful you, SuperCon that is yeah. coming up. And oh, yeah. looking forward to it. There's such great variety. And I've been telling people that aren't really familiar with it, maybe some people new to town mm -hmm. and so forth. Uh, I'll, I'll mention, you know, the big Comic Con. I said this is our version, yeah. but don't sit there and think it's small. It's huge. Yeah. And yeah. The, the number that you keep drawing just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger every year. So I think about that first year, um, you know, a group of us, Brian Brockmeyer, um, Brandon Smith, um, Josh, um, Cassie and I put everything together and after we sold and, and, and we were in, we were at the Ramada I recall. and we had one panel room. We had the breezeway, right. And, and we had, um, the basement for the vendors, the yeah. basement, which you thought was huge, but that's just because one wall was mirrored. <laughs> so after we sold the vendor slots, we put everything else on our credit cards. Brian and I did. Mm-hmm. Danny and Joe bought the lanyards, but Brian and I put the facility and the hotel rooms on our credit cards. You know, big risk, and and especially because we're both married. Um, <laughs> so we needed 500 people to break even, and by 1 o'clock Saturday, we had to send a runner to the dollar store to buy those, like, beer tent tear-off right. wristbands because we were out of lanyards. Wow. We did 1,200 the first year. Um, last year, year seven, we did uh, 7,100 people. Oh my goodness! So the growth in in seven years, from twelve hundred people in a breezeway and a basement to the largest facility in the state, um, seventy one hundred people. Um, Nelson Zephyr, our um, board president, thinks we'll pull ten thousand this year. He's an optimist. I am mm -hmm. um, a pessimist. I am hoping for eight to nine. 
Um, as long as it's higher than last year. Right, yeah. right, right. And I, and I believe it will be. Um, one of the things that hurts us a little bit, uh, not too bad, but just a little bit, is uh, the Festival of Bands for the first time is not behind us. It's next weekend. Um, and I'll be at that with my with the Jefferson Marching Band. But but usually we get a little carryover, you know, in between right. people would come and just buy a day pass. Um, but geez, pre-sales, uh, Saturday is going to be stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, so we just continue to grow. Um, we added the arena this year, so we literally have every square foot of the Sioux Falls Convention Center and arena. So any of it that's not named the Denny, we have. We have, yeah. Every breakout room, the breezeway, all three of the convention rooms and the arena. Um, I don't know. It's like 82 billion square feet or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said we collectively because I'm going to be one of the vendors. This yeah, year. this is yeah. amazing. And and Dave, you've been involved in different ways off and on. You know, kind of exactly. since the start. Yeah, so true. This this is this is great that you're going to be a vendor out there this year. Um, yeah, and and I think that uh, uh, people will. I mean, you're well known. In the area, people will take highly to that. You'll do well. But, man, take advantage and, and take the mic and interview some of the people. Exactly. Man, for sure. Yeah, and, the bag's and, all packed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, you got a captive audience. <laughs> and, and this tub over here is all merch. Perfect. Uh, yeah, perfect. we're ready. We're perfect. ready. We got signage. We're, oh, we're set. I'm paying, I'm paying them to be there. You might as well trap them. <laughs> <laughs> Come on over. Let's chat for a little bit. I certainly will be doing that. No yeah, smart. You okay, know. so let's let's break it down. Okay. Uh, so we've talked the numbers about the vendors and the yep. artists and so forth. Uh, you keep bringing in big names, though. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. did you think you would get this fortunate eventually? Eventually, yeah. And um, so people ask me often, how do you get these people here? And it, quite simply, we ask. There's there's unfortunately still this this mindset that people won't come to Sioux Falls or South Dakota in general. Um, our mutual friend, Toby Kane, and I mm -hmm. have had many conversations about why do we only get 70s rock and, and new country concerts here. And it's because that's what the radio stations play, right? So that's what's popular. And there's this mindset, well, 21 Pilots, Taylor Swift, whoever won't play here, right? Well, of course they will. Garth Brooks played here at the height of his career yeah, and sold several out. Several times. Yeah, sold out <laughs> three nights in a row had to keep adding nights. Yeah. Um, so we, we draw because there's not a lot of competition, <laughs> right? So, so you ask and, and, and you, you ask a, a CJ Graham like we had last year that was Jason and Friday the 13th. And he's like, I ain't doing nothing else. Sure. You know, ask Sean Gunn this year. Mm -hmm. and it was, it was great. And by the way, Sean Gunn. So I'm an idiot. Let's just get that on record. Um, I thought, here I am. I'm going to book an Avengers and Marvel Universe star. That was cool, right? And then the Argus leader ran one little blurb that Kirk from Gilmore Girls was coming to Sioux Falls, and we had like 9,000 hits. <laughs> I've never watched an episode of Gilmore Girls, but your fandom is strong. <laughs> that, that fandom is. is strong. So then I had to go Especially look. thanks to streaming. And... Yes, yes. Number one show on Netflix. Yeah. Number one show on Netflix. <laughs> so, yeah, so Sean Gunn coming is probably, you know, our our, our biggest name that we've had yet. Um, he's really relevant. You know, um, uh, the Gilmore Girls reunion just happened on Netflix. And then, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy, one of the biggest movies of the year. Um, if you have Disney+, Plus, you know, he's on every Avengers movie. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, that's, that was a big get for us. And... Um, and those Guardians mixtapes are awesome. Oh, yeah. No, they're amazing. Yeah. They're amazing. And they just keep moving the decades up. Yep. They're fantastic. Um, 
I think that that one's cool. Jim Cummings, who's the voice of all of our childhoods. Winnie the Pooh, Darkwing Duck, Tigger, Pete from Mickey Mouse. I mean, on and on. So many characters. He right now is outpacing by two to one everyone else for sales with photos. Whoa. Yeah, because he's multi-generational. Not true. Yeah. He is multi-generational. The generation below me, my nieces, my nephews, Darkwing Duck and that Disney um, uh, afternoon when they get home from school and watch those cartoons, he's part of that. My son's generation, he's part of Star Wars Rebels. Mm-hmm. Um, my generation, uh, he's Winnie the Pooh and he's yeah, Tigger. Exactly. You know, from all those great, you know, uh, wonderful world of Disney, you know, that we'd watch after Lawrence Welk on Sundays. Oh, and uh, don't forget Mutual of Omaha was on that Right, too. right. Yes. Saturday. Was yeah. Mutual of Omaha Saturday? I think Mutual of Omaha was uh, Sunday. Was it? I'll yeah. stand over here while Dave attacks this tiger. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stand safely over here. <laughs> Yeah, those were great shows. And so Jim Cummings, you know, um, yeah, I'm really excited about, we have Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah, 2 coming. That, yeah. that, that's not a bad gig. And horror fans, you all are also like crazy. Like there is a, I didn't realize what a big horror um, uh, fan there, there was is, in, yeah. in, in Sioux it, Falls. Right. Huge. You know, scream from the basement. Right, yep. right. Those guys are great. Oh, they the, are, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. and they, they're running our film festival this year. Casey and Sam are mm-hmm. amazing. Um, and, and that's another thing, you know, that we've added the last few years is the film festival. And that gives such a great opportunity for young filmmakers to, to get an audience, to get feedback, live feedback. Here's my film. What do you think of it? You know, and so that's pretty cool. I'm... I'm there's so much going on. But yeah, the stars, get back to your question. I knew we'd get there. Um, I didn't know that we'd get there now, which is pretty cool. It, it's it's pretty dang cool. That's to have someone sure. that current, you know, a top box office movie of 2023 yeah. coming to Sioux Falls. Yeah, pretty uh, good stuff. I, I think that uh, you might have to. It, did you have a, a, a bet with Mr. Xavier <laughs> about the number? No, I don't. Not, no I, friendly I, I, wager? I don't. You know, I think because that, I have the feeling you'd be owing him. I probably would. I probably would. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. Um, you know, uh, uh, we're, we're blessed. The weather's going to be 80s. Um, yeah, so I, we could. We could pull bigger than I think. Um, I keep looking at those pre-sale numbers just jumping and jumping and jumping. Um, I log on and I look and I'll go away for a few hours and come back and there's another 100 to 200 pre-sales done in like three hours. You know, so if those are any indication, and here's what I know, Dave, and you've, you've grown up, you know, this area, South Dakotans are horrible about pre-registering. Yes, Yes. we're horrible. We show up at a restaurant on Mother's Day and expect immediate seating. (laughs) Why is everyone else here? (laughs) We are a walk-up society here in South Dakota. We just expect, you know, I'll drive into town and, you know, they'll, they'll have plenty of room, they'll have plenty of tickets, you know, so... Um, walk up has always been our biggest, uh, pre-sales are great this year. Um, you know, and, and we'll do five times, four to five times that on walk up. Well, and you know that, uh, that's why all the sports around here start at five minutes after the top of the hour. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah. we're going to have a couple that, more. That's so that's not just a TBS superstation <laughs> thing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I know that, uh, we've talked in the past about your love of comics Yeah, and yeah. that was the beginning of it. Wasn't it, uh, you, you'd be on road trips out to the black hills yeah yeah and read those yeah. comic books yep, yeah dad would uh dad would go down to uh Hyrett's rexall drug and get me a bag full of quarter comics 
so I would not torment my sister as we sat in the back seat <laughs> of the 1977 Charger oh, on our way to, from Flanders to Mi- Oh, yeah, yeah. So I had that car. I had that car. Dad sold me that car, and I sold it. And to this day, I kick myself. Uh, uh, just stupid. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I would read these comics. Um, uh, I, I devoured them. And uh, so four doors down from my mom and dad's beauty shop was the drugstore where they had a huge comic rack and magazine rack. And I would literally sit on the floor in front of the front door. <laughs> uh, my friend David Kringen and I would sit on the floor and read the comics. And they let us, you know, because yeah. they knew we were going to buy them. Exactly. You know, we were so excited, you know, when the new comics the new came, ones came in. Yeah. Right. So we'd buy them and, and uh, uh, we'd trade here and there, you know, and he was a big fan of Green Arrow and Green Lantern, so he'd buy those. And I was a, Avengers and Batman, so I'd buy those. And we'd just swap, you know. We lived one house away from each other, so we could literally holler at each other when we were done, you know. So that was, you know, a big part of it. Um, you know, I'm 55 years old, and I still read comic books. You mm-hmm. know, um, I read a lot of graphic novels. Um, it it relaxes me. It's something I enjoy. And, and for those who think that they're childish, um, you know, we're talking Pulitzer prize winning, uh, books like mouse that dealt with, you know, the concentration camps of, of world war two and, and, you know, amazing books that you wouldn't think that they've been made in movies like road to perdition was a graphic novel, you know, and, and a a great movie, a wonderful movie, cons award-winning movie, um, history of violence, another one, cons award-winning movie based off a graphic novel. So the comic books of your youth have grown up, um, and we have some amazing comic book creators. We have not forgotten our comic book roots. Um, we have 30 different comic book uh, creators coming to Supercon, so they're still the majority of our guests. Right, and then there's this illustrator that also does caricatures named Hector Carrillo. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Wow, two yeah. books out now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He's, he's winning awards yeah. with those as well. Yeah. You know, the first one is all about a real-life superhero yes from south dakota joe foss so last year the south dakota humanities council asked us if uh they could get a booth for hector and we were of course so this year i invited him back Mm -hmm. Uh, he did such great work last year and people just gravitate towards him he has such a wonderful personality he's such a a a kind man and his character warm human being oh absolutely absolutely so yeah hector will be in uh, in the kid zone this year um, uh, I have three artists in the kids zone this year, um, Hector, um, Dave Wheeler from, uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota that does a, um, teen and young readers graphic novel line. Mm-hmm. Just a wonderful man. He's been with us every single year. Brian and I went up to Falcon in Minneapolis, right? For, and, and recruited, literally stole guests off their floor. <laughs> said, Hey, we're going to throw a convention. Would you come down? And Dave was one of our first guests. Um, and then our third guest there is, uh, from Iowa. His name is Eric Gapster and he does a, well, he's done a ton of work for DC, um, wonderful artist, but he has a young readers graphic novel series out called sort of super. And it's about a 10 year old boy who gets superpowers. Um, and the South Dakota humanities council this year gave Supercon a $13,000 grant and we will be giving away. Wow. One th- yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be giving away 1,000 copies of his new book, Sort of Super, The Magma Cup, and uh, to all young readers, I don't care your age, um, reluctant readers, comic book fans, Mm -hmm. um, parents grab one for that kid who doesn't like to read because it's very dynamic, um, very funny, 
and we're going to be giving those away, and he'll be signing the books and doing little sketches in them for mm. the kids. Um, yeah, I'm very grateful to the South Dakota Humanities Council for this opportunity. Um, we need to get more kids engaged in reading. Exactly. It's so easy yeah. to grab a tablet and watch, right? Yeah. It's so easy to have 18 million streaming and watch, and we forget the power of literature. Because what happens off the page is as important as what happens on the mm. page. So in between panels of a comic book, you know, what's happening in between there, my imagination has to fill that in. And, and it's, it's beautiful. And, and you find more and more schools using graphic novels for the reluctant readers. You know, and I think it's, I, th I think it's smart. Um, the, the graphic part of it, plus the storytelling, um, you get it in context, you know, with the speech bubbles coming from, mm -hmm. you know, and then the narration panels on the side. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a great way to engage readers of all ages. Yeah, and, you know, I guess one of the things that I, I think is great about when we get kids to read, uh, one of the things I would like to tell them when they're big film or TV mm -hmm. and, and just streaming and doing whatever is, you know, somebody had to write that script. Absolutely. And they probably are voracious readers. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. You don't write by accident. No. Yeah. Um, um, you know, what's the old saying, Dave? Uh, every good idea has been taken, right? It's, you know, we steal uh, off, you know, and we do, you know. I mean, how many riffs are there on the young boy in danger story? <laughs> you know, we can go back to, you know, um, uh, Jason and the Argonauts all the way through, you know, Huck Finn and on and on and yeah. on. You know, Harry Potter, you know. Uh, uh, my boy's favorite book is um, uh, their Rick Riordan series. Um, and it's about a young boy who finds out that he's part of the Greek pantheon, you know, re reborn in this age. Um, so, you know, that young man in peril story, you know, is, is generational, you know, and so it's just a riff on the next story, right? It's a riff on mm -hmm. the last thing. So pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Another great thing is the fact that, uh, that is part of what makes it such a great family event that, and we hadn't mentioned it yet, but cosplay. Oh my gosh. Just the sights of this show. They spend a whole year putting their costumes mm -hmm. together, and uh, they take great pride in it. Uh, <laughs> so the first year we were organizing, Cassie, who originally did our cosplay, she's a cosplayer. I didn't get it. Right? I'm like, oh, we'll have 10, 12 people. No, they were out the door, literally out the door <laughs> of the Ramada, filled the whole breezeway, and were out the door. And uh, it's the most visual, like if you see our articles, if you were to, you know, Google Supercon and you pull up the Argus Leader or Kello or Dakota News Now, the photos are always of the cosplayers. True. Because they're dynamic. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool. I, I suppose we'll have 100 people go across the stage on Saturday for the adult uh, competition. Um, and then the, on Sunday, the kids competition mm -hmm. is always cute. You know, bring your kids out. They can wear the Halloween costume twice. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But some of these kids are, Mom, we need to do it this way. Dad, can right. you make me this? Or Mom, can you make me this? You know, uh, dude, amazing costumes even on the children. And it's it's so neat. And, and I think there's a little bit of empowerment there. You know, I identify with a character. So I may be ostracized at my high school. I may be, you know, uh, uh, don't feel like I fit in. But when I put on this uh, costume of this character, um, now I I'm become them. that. Right, right. 
I did theater, and and you know, you know, you have to be Smee Shane. You know, mm-hmm. you have to be the bumbling idiot next to Captain Hook. You know, you have to be this character, and you literally, you know, become that for you know an hour and a half, two hours on the stage, and it starts with the makeup and the costuming, and you begin to feel yourself getting into character, and you move on. And uh, I think that's the same thing that happens with our cosplayers as they put on the pieces of their armor, liter- you know, sometimes literally, but as they put on these pieces of the costume, you can see their confidence. Intricacy to it, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. Say a year. They will start planning for 2024, the minute 2023 is done. Yeah. And some of them will wear a different cosplay each day. They'll wear a Friday, they'll wear a Saturday for the competition, and then they'll wear a Sunday. Yeah, it's pretty... It's it's. We have four... Cosplay has gotten so big that we have four cosplay guests this year. Um, Night Mage Cosplay, who is a police officer by day, and he has been named Male Cosplayer of the Year, like, many years running. He was here last year for us. Um, Pride of uh, Sioux Falls is sponsoring him this year. Um, we have uh, Celtic Honey um, coming in from Illinois. Um, we have uh, Han- uh, Hannah Eva from uh, Minnesota, mm-hmm. and uh, a gentleman named Frankly Built Cosplay. And he does Iron Man costumes that are voice-controlled. Like they turn wow. on and off, the mask opens just like if they like if it was Tony Stark in the movie. Yeah, yeah. He has like his own Jarvis system built into his his uh, Iron Man <laughs> universe, and he has like twenty of them that he's made, like Hollywood level. Uh, so yeah, so we start out with no cosplay guests, and then you know, well, we'll bring mm-hmm. in one. Now four of our guests are cosplay guests, yeah. and they'll be judging the competition. And very kind. They're all so kind. You know, they, there's, there's never like, you could have done better. It's like, this is great. You know, keep working on that. You yeah. know, the encouragement. And I really appreciate that from them. Um, I've had so many mothers come up to me and, and, and hold me, David. Just hold me and say, you know, my daughter, my son felt accepted here. You know, mm-hmm. and wow. tears rolling up in their eyes, you know. And probably yours too. Oh, for sure, yeah. for sure. Um, we were out at Pride two years ago we we booth at pride every year Mm -hmm. and two years ago this young man came up to me and and i didn't recognize him but he recognized me and um he said i wanted to tell you something he says because of supercon i had the courage to tell my father i was going to fashion design school instead of engineering school wow because he'd been so accepted from his creations of his costumes of his cosplay at supercon that's enough yeah like that's if that's the greatest thing I do in my life, that's enough. Yeah, no doubt. You know, to give that yeah. platform to someone like that. All right. Before we go through the uh, particulars of time, price, mm-hmm, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you know, there's uh, the after dark yeah. situation. Yeah. yeah. And uh, let's see. You've got to burlesque back, mm-hmm. and uh, wrestling's always been a favorite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, your fandom doesn't end at a certain age. So we've created from the start. We've had Supercon after dark, so 18 and plus after 7.30. Mm-hmm. Um, so the vendor hall closes at 7.30, and then we have after dark, and that includes panels. The video games might be a little more violent. Like, we, you know, go to Call of Duty now where you're shooting up people instead of, you know, um, um, Super Smash Brothers or Mario Kart. So we keep it very family-friendly during the day. But put the kids to bed yeah, and come out and celebrate your fandom. So on... Friday night, we have uh, Flagship Pro Wrestling. We're bringing in two professional wrestlers this year. Um, Eric Redbeard, who was in WWE with the Wyatt family, and uh, 
WWE Hall of Famer and Heisman Trophy vote getter Ron Simmons from uh, Florida State University. Um, so he'll be coming in. And then there's a cosplay dance. Um, there's some adult panels, um, a body painting panel. There's a tattoo contest going on, um, a pop culture con- tattoo contest Friday night. Um, geez, there is a burlesque class Friday night. Um, there's uh, some more. Uh, oh, we're going to show Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 with um, Which I've Stretch. Which is phenomenal. Yeah, with Stretch and Leatherface. Uh, the the actors that played right. them, so you'll get to watch the movie with them, which, wow, um, and you know just a lot of fun. So that and then that ends the night ends with a couple of things: the cosplay dance, mm-hmm. and then every year at eleven o'clock, I end the night with a panel from eleven to twelve called "Drinking with Shane." Shane. <laughs> no flash photography or recording allowed. <laughs> um, and then Saturday night, the big thing is, of course, our burlesque show. Um, Bo Devil Burlesque puts on a show. We have two amazing guests coming in this year, Trey DeMarc and uh, Heather and Lace. Um, and, and they put in so much work. And this yeah, year... Yeah, talk about costume. Right? Oh, yeah, Oof. right, right. And uh, so it's it's fantastic. And uh, we pull 300 people in South Dakota for burlesque. Yeah. In South Dakota. Right. For burlesque. <laughs> <laughs> We're not on a campus, Christy. <laughs> Um, you know, and, and then, and then we'll have some other alternative panels going on. Some, uh, uh, uh some adult panels, Dave, you're going to facilitate, uh, trivia, yeah, trivia, and, and then also some improv. After yeah. That. Yeah. Im- improv. I got hauled on the stage, but for improv one year with you guys, you Jenny, you did. Jenny hauled me up. Yeah. Um, and it's so much fun to do the improv and, and I, I'm a big fan of improv and it takes a real skill. And you have such a great audience for it at Supercom because you have all these failed theater kids. <laughs> all of which have suggestions. <laughs> Very good ones. Yeah. And Very you good don't have suggestions. To go, uh, give me a, an object. Uh... Yeah. No, they've got it. <laughs> they have several. Excalibur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so that'll go on. And, and then, uh, you know, so that's a lot of fun. I, I really love that we create that space for adults to just be celebrate their fandom Mm -hmm. we have a local (laughs) a local uh community partner sioux falls plumbing every year david he dresses up as mario (laughs) he has a table in the breezeway he plays games with people yeah i don't know how much business he has gotten for from supercon but he comes every year and one of the best things in the world is he does not change out of his costume when he goes to burlesque so you have Mario sitting in the crowd at Burlesque, <laughs> which I imagine the man probably did. <laughs> uh, I, I'm already thinking of some uh, some lines that might come out of that. <laughs> it's me. It's Mario. <laughs> All right. Uh, how much are tickets? Uh, I know you do some weekend passes yeah. as well as the individual days. And then let's uh, talk about hours as well. Okay. So um, right now until 1159 tonight. You can buy uh, pre-sale tickets at $10 for a day pass, $30 for a weekend pass. We have combinations where you can get a Saturday day pass plus burlesque or a Friday day pass plus wrestling. Um, Otherwise, wrestling and burlesque are both $25 general admission. Mm -hmm. $50 gets you VIP, gets you front of the stage, gets you around the ring for wrestling front of the stage for burlesque. Um, Kids 10 and under are free. That will always be, so long as I'm part of Supercon, kids 10 and under will walk through the door free. I think that's important. Um, uh, uh, dollar gets stretched 
and we want kids to come out and have fun, so we're going to give those kids a free pass. Now, day of, we're still pretty cheap, Dave. We're $15. Oh, no doubt. So that's a Starbucks and a pack of marbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so $15 uh, gets you in for the day. Um, we do honor the $30 um, weekend pass throughout the weekend. You can buy that. Um, you, can, you can buy that on walk-up. Um, go to, we're using, we're using the box office this year. Previous years, we've set up a ticketing mm-hmm. table. We've gotten big enough now that we're going to fill all eight of those box office, um, uh, windows with will call, um, photo opportunity purchases and walk up. So, uh, you'll come in the main, um, arena doors and we'll have the box office right there. Hours, um, Friday, all the vendors come in tomorrow. I start picking up guests at the airport already, mm-hmm. everybody flying in. Um, so. Uh, Friday, we're going to run three to midnight. Um, box office opens at two. The arena will be open and inside the arena will have Wild Bill Soda, Fear Asylum Escape Room, Ghostbusters, Herbie the Love Bug, and the uh, Mystery Machine, the Nebraska Mystery Machine, which is a replica of the Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo Mystery yeah. Machine, plus the 501st Legion, plus South Dakota Superheroes and Villains. Uh, and a new, a new partner with us this year, um, it's a charity that I met in Minneapolis called Scares That Care, and they're a horror um, uh, charity that um, supports domestic, uh, uh, helps people that have been victims of domestic oh, violence. Wow! So I'm like, will you please come and I'll give you a table because yeah. I really believe in their cause. So they're going to table there as well. Um, so that'll be open at two o'clock. So you'll be able to have some photo opportunities, interact with some of those fans. Um, and then uh, Saturday opening ceremonies at ten in the arena. Vendor doors open at 11. We go till midnight. And, uh, you know, we'll pull 5,000 people that day. Easy. Mm-hmm. And that's low estimate. Um, and then Sunday, go to church, get some brunch, and then come and enjoy us from 11 and, or from 10 until 5. 10 All until right. 5 on Sunday. That's Dakota News Now Family Day. All the programming on Sunday is very family-oriented. Um, story time with Wilbur. <laughs> uh, Mr. Twister, face painting. Yeah. Um uh, we'll have a lot of STEM stuff. The Mythbusters are back again this year, which is fantastic. So they'll be doing science um, throughout the weekend. Uh, we have Nick Palma, who was uh, Michelangelo in the 90s uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. And he'll be in full costume throughout the weekend. And you watch, you talk about multi-generational. True. You know, turtles have been around since Yeah, whoever thought that would last that long. Right, yeah. right. I remember when it was a black and white indie published comic book <laughs> in 1986. Um, my RA in Young Hall at uh, South Dakota State University, he and his dad owned a comic book shop in here on South Dakota. Um, his name was Bob, and I'll never remember his last name. But, but he turned me on to the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, and they were they were self published, and now it's one of the biggest franchises: Incredible. toys, movies, yeah. Nickelodeon, you name it, Lego sets, you name it. Um, we've got the Kids Zone, Bricks and Minifigures, the Sioux Falls sponsor in the Kids Zone. We've got Lego Building, The Magic of Travis Nye, mm-hmm. First Lego League. Like I said, face painting, balloon twisting, tons of arts and crafts. We have a quiet room there, so if you get overwhelmed, we've got beanbags and noise-canceling headphones, uh, changing and, and nursing station there. So it's a very safe area wow. for the Kids Zone. Um, so yeah, that's Sunday. Dakota News Now, great partners come in and sponsor right. our family day again this year. Uh, so yeah, and then at five o'clock we do closing ceremonies, thank everyone, and introduce the theme for twenty twenty four. Yeah, right. and we've got a killer theme oh. and a really big kick. 
a really big kick for, and I don't, I'm not going to spoil. Bad uh, as I yeah, want to, I was just going to say, I, I don't have the feeling I get to uh, pull this out. Oh, it's it's what we're going to do in 2024 is pretty freaking cool. <laughs> uh, I'll just say that it's been a dream we'll of go mine. With that, then. It's been a dream pretty of mine since year one. Cool. Yeah. It's been a dream of mine since year one to pull this off, and we're going to do it in 2024. So it took me nine years to get my dream to come true at Supercon. And next year, I'll just stop because I really want to tell you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so then we'll stop and uh, end with the typical two questions. Uh, and, of course, you know, the first question sometimes means we don't need to ask the second, depending upon how you answer. When you are not part of the entertainment and arts scene, what do you like to be entertained by? Oh, my goodness. So many things. But, you know, really for me... Um, music and i such a strange um, musical mix you know mm-hmm. so um I'm, I'm a big fan of 80s new wave it's what i grew up with okay my bride just took me to see the cure <laughs> this summer i got to see robert smith and the cure in yeah. st paul they were on my bucket list last time they were in the cities the week before that duran duran was there which is my wife's all-time favorite group so i took her uh, this time she made sure that i saw the cure so that 80s new wave. Mm-hmm. But then I'm a big fan of the Avett brothers and, and that really great bluegrass folk. Um, I'm also a fan of Minneapolis hip-hop, like Atmosphere. So my it's all over. But when I need to decompress, when I need to just get out of my own head and relax, I can pick any one piece of my vinyl or pull something up on my phone and, and just be taken away by that. Reading, not just comic books, reading. I mm-hmm. love, I will devour a book. When I find a book I love, it's three o'clock in the morning and I'm still up going, what am I doing? Cause I need to be at work at right. seven, you know, but yeah, so that's it. Reading music have forever. As long as I can remember, mm-hmm. I'm reading music. Sundays at my house growing up, we always had albums on and they were uh, Motown. You know, my mom loved Motown. So it'd be like Motown. And then my dad would have a Stones record on Motown. And my dad would have a Doobies record on. He'd have a stack of records, you know, like three inches thick. That would With drop. With that tall one, needle yes, in the middle. Yes, yes. That would drop yep. one by one. So we'd go from, you know, the Temptations to the Stones, from the Four Tops to the Doobie Brothers, from Diana Ross and the Supremes to the Beatles. You know, and then a little Kenny Rogers in the first edition would be thrown in, you know, so oh, wow. just, you know, Bobby yeah. Goldsboro, you know, just so oh, always well, my bride just had to get a Bobby Sherman album. Here oh, nice. Recently. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I grew up with it and dad would bring home 45s from me from the bar. So he mm-hmm. had a beauty shop and then he worked at a bar his whole life. And uh, so he'd bring me home the 45s from the jukebox. You know, the guy'd be like, you guys want yeah. these? So I'd had all those old 45s. Um Geez, there was way before way before lip syncing was a, th- a thing. Um, it was me, Blaine Terrell, and David Kringen. We would do Jan and Dean and the Beach Boys performances <laughs> in my bedroom. We're like third and fourth graders, you know. Oh, and then goodness. reading, reading as well. It's just always been a big thing yeah. for me, Dave. Right. So, any other hobbies then? Cooking. <clears throat> go-to I love, dish. Oh, my go-to dish that I make. I, I make a pretty fantastic pulled pork, Dave. Oh. In fact, the week after Supercon, I am uh-huh. I have the pleasure of uh, performing the wedding ceremony for my niece Brittany, and uh, for Thursday night for the rehearsal, I'm making my pulled pork. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest compliments I've ever gotten in my life. I did I did pulled pork for a friend of mine's wedding, and um, it was in the middle of nowhere, Nebraska. I mean, freaking middle of nowhere in this little country church up on a prairie hill where they got married, and they had a rodeo guy 
that brought them on their, uh, in a wagon <laughs> to the farm where we had the reception. Uh-huh. And he ate my pulled pork, and he was a rodeo clown. Mm-hmm. And he toured all over, and he said, this is the best pulled pork I've ever had in my life. Now, Ooh. you know pulled pork is served at rodeos. Yeah. So he, so that right there. So I've, I've got to go to, I've got my secret rub that I use mm-hmm. and, you know, slow and slow yeah. and then bring it up and, and finish it, get that nice sear and then get that bark and shred it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my go-to. I'm pretty good at that. I do a good soup. I do a good homemade soup, just mm-hmm. made tomato basil soup for the boy and I canned a bunch of it with our tomatoes this year. Um, do you do brisket? You know, I, I, I have, I don't do brisket a lot, um, because I can get a hold of Pat McIntyre and have some of his. <laughs> <laughs> you know serving janitor bob right right exactly he's an amazing you know what's really cool you know terry taylor yes so terry is our first um uh, vendor guest so thirteen thirteen mockingbird lane the, mm-hmm. the toy store that he owns down in uh, lawrence kansas was featured on the toys that made us on nickelodeon so he's coming up Friday, he'll be doing Supercon. Saturday day, he'll be doing Supercon. Saturday night, he's inducted in the South Dakota Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Fame. as a promoter. And then Sunday, back doing Supercon. Pretty big weekend for yeah, Terry. not bad, huh? <laughs> Not a bad gig. <laughs> not a bad gig. So, All right. Yeah. Well, we are looking forward to a great gig called Supercon. Friday afternoon, it starts up, goes through the weekend. Enjoy it out at uh, the Sioux Falls Convention Center and Arena. Mm-hmm. Basically, every square inch of both of those buildings will be taken up. All right, Shane, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, David. And we'll be back to finish up the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Check out the new Ceramic Studio in Sioux Falls, conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street. TJS Ceramics inside Oscar's Mini Storage. Bisque, studio time, painting parties, and finished items are available. Visit TJS Ceramic Studio in Sioux Falls today. Ladies, when it's time to give your nails some love, get that extra special treatment from Quality Nails on South Minnesota Avenue in Sioux Falls. Manicures and pedicures that look great and make you feel fantastic. Zaya and Tony provide professional care for your hands and feet, whether you just want the basics or an extra special look with added flair. Oh, and guys, it's okay to treat yourself too. Quality Nails. Call for an appointment. 605-334-1463. Never met a meal you didn't like. Here he is, Dave Holly. Thanks again to our guests, Helen Andrade and Shane Gerlach. As always, biggest thanks goes to you for listening and for the downloads, for sharing and following on social media, and the cups of coffee. Now, if you haven't done so so far, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Now, for all 199 episodes, go online, DaveHollyHour.com. Stop by the Big D Entertainment booth at Supercon this weekend and say hello. We'll have some merch available for you to pick up. And uh, as the Sioux Falls Arts Council says, together we art. As Arts South Dakota says, home is where the art is. As I say, put some art in your heart. Remember, my name is Dave Holly, and for me, every day is a Holly Day. Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by TJS Ceramics Studio, Posh Boutique, The Sky and Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and the Sioux Falls Arts Council. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, simply buy Dave a cup of coffee. Go to DaveHollyHour.com and click on the coffee cup icon. 
Don't forget to stay up to date on the show by following on Instagram and Facebook. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment. Thanks for listening.